0: Section seven of History of New Brunswick. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Roger Moline. History of New Brunswick by Peter Fisher. Section seven. Chapter five. Topographical description of the several counties in the province of New Brunswick. Their boundaries and extent. Parishes. Rivers settlements, produce, etc., great roads, etc. Having in the preceding pages given a brief general description of New Brunswick, I shall now proceed to give a short sketch of each county, comprising a view of the face of the country, principal streams, settlements, produce, etc., and as five of them lie along the River St. John, I shall begin at the head of that river, and follow it to its exit into the Bay of Fundy. THE THREE REMAINING COUNTIES WILL BE NOTICED AFTERWARDS. FOLLOWING THIS METHOD, WHICH, BY KEEPING THE COUNTIES AND PARISHES DISTINCT, WILL GIVE THE READER A CLEARER KNOWLEDGE OF THE COUNTRY THAN A MORE ELABORATE ACCOUNT, WHERE NAMES AND SITUATIONS ARE MENTIONED WITHOUT METHOD, AND DESCRIBED PROMISCUOUSLY, I SHALL CONFINE MYSELF TO BREVITY, AT THE SAME TIME ENDEAVORING TO AVOID OBSCURITY and have to lament that the want of correct information prevents me from making this part of the work as complete as i could wish section one york this county commences at the canada line which bounds it on the northwest the county of northumberland bounds it on the northeast on the southeast it adjoins sunbury and on the southwest charlotte and contains 10,972 Inhabitants Beginning at the northern and uppermost part of the county, and proceeding down the main river St. John, the first settlement is Madawaska, situated between the Grand Falls and the Madawaska River, which falls into the St. John at the upper part of the settlement. The inhabitants are the descendants of the old Acadians, who were settled on different parts of the River St. John, and who, on the arrival of the English, moved up to this place, where, being joined by others from Canada, they formed this settlement distinct from the English, and have ever since been quiet subjects, and well affected to the British government. Madawaska is about midway between Fredericton and Quebec, and is in a flourishing state, it has a romish chapel where the rites and ceremonies of that religion are duly performed by a missionary from canada who likewise with the assistance of one or two leading persons regulates the internal police of the settlement by settling disputes keeping the peace etc and so successful have they been that although there are neither lawyers or magistrates in the place the courts of justice have had but little trouble from that quarter The land along the margin of the river is in general good, level, and unbroken, but owing to its northern situation it is unfavorable to Indian corn, but wheat, oats, grass, etc. flourish there in great perfection. The inhabitants are all farmers and generally raise more than they can consume, having a surplus of grain to sell to traders in the settlement or to take to Fredericton their manners and habits being simple, they expend but little on luxuries. Their women manufacture a coarse cloth and kerseys sufficient for their own consumption. The men are about the middle size, generally spare-built and active. The women, on the contrary, are very stout and short. They are very lively and hospitable, but very slovenly in their houses and cookery in short they appear a different race from the english a stranger going above the falls finds himself suddenly among a new race of people different in their language religion habitations and manners below this settlement the country is a wilderness for some distance comprising the lands adjoining and below the grand falls the isthmus formed by the bend of the river at the grand falls was formally cleared by the troops stationed at that post. This spot was selected at the first settlement of the province for a military station. It served not only as a security for the settlers at that period, when the country was a total wilderness and almost impassable, being without roads or habitations, but also connected and secured the communication with Canada barracks etc were constructed and troops stationed at this place for a number of years the works are at present in ruins although it is no doubt one of the first interior positions in the province this place forms one of the great features of new brunswick here the navigation of the great river st john is totally obstructed and the upper part of the country disjoined from the seaboard This points out the great importance of its situation as the great connecting point and center for the intercourse and trade of the upper country, whenever it becomes fully settled. Its situation will no doubt soon attract a settlement, and in process of time a town will arise, which will be the depot for goods from the seaboard, where they will be exchanged for the produce of the upper part of the country a canal or tunnel cut through the isthmus will probably follow this would be of the utmost advantage to the province by connecting the navigation and developing the resources of the upper country which are said to be almost inexhaustible the distance to cut would be nearly one hundred rods the isthmus being ninety rods across from bank to bank the descent of the water would be nearly half an inch to a foot Descending the St. John seven miles below the falls, it receives the Salmon River, a considerable stream from the east, and eleven miles farther, the Restook falls into it from the westward. This is a fine river, running in a very crooked direction through a fine country abounding in excellent land, and well stored with timber of the first quality. It makes to the southwest, and has been explored upwards of one hundred miles, where it continues of a good width. It is supposed to be of great length and is claimed by the United States, although some of the British settlers have lately commenced establishing themselves on the river and are making very free with the pine. Three miles below the Restook, the Tobique, named for its red pines, brings its tribute to the St. John. This is another considerable river, being upwards of 200 miles in length. Its banks, to a good distance back, have been covered with pines of the finest growth, which have been mostly cut off. The soil in the pine districts is not favorable for farming pursuits, but would require much labor to bring it to a state fit for cultivation. There are, however, some good islands in the course of the river, and strips of rich land intermixed with the pine districts, and the lands adjoining the Tobique lying along the banks of the St. John, are of the finest quality, and where cultivated produce the most abundant crops. A district comprising ten miles extending along the River St. John and embracing both sides of the Tobique is reserved for the Indians. This tract is certainly not inferior to any land in the province, and it is a pity it should remain in its present unimproved state, The Indians have only a small clearing at the mouth of the Tobique, where they have a hut which is reserved as a chapel, and where one or two Indians generally sit down, as they term it, to watch a small crop and keep possession. After the peace with America in 1814, a number of disbanded men of the 8th, 98th, and 104th regiments, and of the West India Rangers and New Brunswick Fencibles, were settled on this part of the River St. John, chiefly between the military post of Presque Isle and the Indian Reserve. Many of these settlers have made good improvements and have already secured a comfortable independency. The wilderness has been converted into cultivated fields covered with habitations, and the district formed into a parish and named after His Royal Highness the late Duke of Kent it extends on both sides of the river from the grand falls to the parish of wakefield the land is of a superior quality covered with a variety of timber of the tallest growth and unencumbered with much undergrowth the trees standing in most places so far apart that a man on horseback would be but seldom incommoded by them This is of great advantage to the settler, as it relieves him from the great labor of clearing away the underbrush, which is so troublesome in some parts of the country. Nor is this fine tract of land confined to the margin of the river, but extends back, and is found in many places to improve as you advance into the interior. The United States line approaches the River St. John within a few miles along this parish, and they have a township laid out, embracing Mars Hill before described. It is to be regretted that many of the settlers in this parish, having formerly been accustomed to the free use of spirituous liquors, find the temptation revived by the great introduction of them by the lumber speculators, who in many instances are drawing the settlers from their domestic habits, to which they began to be accustomed to a dissipated mode of living, to the loss of their morals and property. Descending the St. John, which every few miles receives the tribute of some considerable creek or river, we arrive at the Presque Isle. This was formerly a military post, barracks, etc., having been erected at this place, shortly after the American Revolution, sufficient to accommodate three companies of foot, which are now in ruins. A few soldiers were stationed here till 1822, since which period the place has been totally abandoned as a military station. The bank at this place is high and the spot where the barracks stood very pleasant, commanding a fine view of the adjacent country, having a beautiful island directly in front to a contemplative mind this spot must be interesting when he reflects that the soldiers who forced their way from fredericton through the wilderness to construct these works have fallen by the sword and disease that the men who projected them as well as those who superintended their construction are mouldering in their graves that the conductors of the boats which transported the supplies are now no more and that the boats are now in view from the site of the barracks lying in the bushes and falling gradually to pieces. If he is an old settler, this must have passed within his memory and may teach him the instability of all human affairs. Eight miles below the Presque Isle, a stream called the Pecagomique falls into the St. John on the eastern side. The land on this stream is very good, and a settlement is begun a few miles from its mouth it has good mills and is well stored with timber there are several other streams in the parish of wakefield which extends on both sides of the river till it joins woodstock on the western and northampton on the eastern side about sixty-three miles above fredericton it is a flourishing parish the land being of a good quality the farms along the river are improving and back settlements forming woodstock is generally well settled the houses are neat and make a fine appearance as the traveler passes along the river there are some fine islands in this part of the river which enrich the settlers by their produce there is an episcopal church in this parish which has been filled ever since its erection by the reverend mr who likewise officiates occasionally in the adjoining parishes the river Madaxnik passes through this parish to its exit into the st john and adds to its importance as several settlements are making along its banks this stream has a series of cataracts and passes by the american settlement of holton which lies directly in the rear of woodstock and commences about fifteen miles from the St. John. From this settlement there is a road to the Penobscot River. Eel River falls into the St. John near the lower part of Woodstock. This river heads near the sources of the St. Croix. A short portage leads from the waters of one river to the other. Opposite Woodstock, on the eastern side of the river, lies the parish of Northampton which extends down to queensbury this parish is well settled and is the adjoining parish of queensbury several streams intersect these parishes the most considerable of which are the natchewickick and mactaquack the farms along this part of the country are in many places well improved but the soil is not equal to the upper part of the river there are however a succession of fine islands WHICH COMPENSATE FOR THE INFERIORITY OF THE UPLAND. THERE IS AN EPISCOPAL CHURCH AT THE LOWER PART OF QUEENSBURY WHICH IS FILLED OCCASIONALLY BY THE REVEREND MR. Somerville, PRESIDENT OF THE COLLEGE OF NEW BRUNSWICK AND ITINERANT MISSIONARY FOR THIS PART OF THE COUNTRY. PRINCE WILLIAM ADJOINS WOODSTOCK ON THE WESTERN SIDE OF THE RIVER. THE UPPER PART OF THIS PARISH IS BUT LITTLE IMPROVED a large district belonging to the Chief Justice, being mostly a wilderness. The soil, likewise, is inferior to the land above. The lower part of this parish is, however, highly improved, some parts being interval land of the first quality. There are several fine lakes back of this parish, one of which, named Lake George, has a fine settlement on its banks. This lake discharges its waters into the St. John by a stream called the Pokihook, which is an Indian name signifying a dreadful place, and a dreadful place it certainly is. The water just before its exit into the St. John appears to have been originally pent up by the high bank along the river. Through this it has forced a passage and tumbles down the rocks and precipices with dreadful impetuosity. The passage through which it passes is very narrow and nearly seventy feet perpendicular, composed of large stones which appear as if they had been laid by masons, the whole forming a sublime and terrific appearance. There is a chapel belonging to the Baptists in this parish. Several of the officers and men of the King's American dragoons were formerly settled here, very few of whom are at present alive. Some of their descendants are occupying their lands and doing well. The parish of Kings Clear, which adjoins Prince William, has nothing peculiar, the soil being much the same as the latter. The face of the country is hilly, interspersed with several streams well adapted for mill seats. Many individuals of the reduced battalion of the New Jersey Volunteers settled in this parish some of whom are still living and doing well. A Baptist chapel has lately been erected here, in which worship is occasionally performed. Opposite this parish, on the eastern side of the river, is the parish of Douglas, so called in honor of the present Lieutenant Governor of the province. It adjoins Queensbury, and extends down nearly to the Nashwack. The Madam Keswick, a considerable stream intersects this parish it is an extensive settlement and was formed by the york volunteers and some of the royal guides and pioneers the settlements on the keswick ridge and mactaquask lie between this stream and the main river and are in a flourishing state it has a back settlement on the nashwaxas and another one still farther in the wilderness called cardigan formed by a number of Welsh families from Cardigan in Wales, who came to this province in 1819 and were located here by government. Being very destitute, they were enabled to commence settling by a subscription of the inhabitants of Fredericton, aided by the emigrant society. This parish has a church near the mouth of the Madame Keswick and two chapels belonging to the Methodists and Baptists. The parish of St. Mary's, which formerly included the parish just mentioned, extends to the county line and joins Majorville on the eastern side of the river. The River Nashwack runs through this parish and falls into the St. John opposite Fredericton. This stream was settled by part of the 42nd Regiment and some of the disbanded corps that had been raised in America during the war it is settled for more than thirty miles along its banks having a mixture of good intervale and high land along its course about five miles from its confluence with the st john it receives the waters of the Peniac, a considerable stream with a settlement along its banks and about twelve miles further up the river tay falls into it there are two chapels in this settlement one belonging to the Methodists and the other to the Baptists. They have no stated ministers, but are visited occasionally. The road from Fredericton to Miramichi, in the county of Northumberland, leads through this settlement. The parish of Fredericton adjoins King's Clear and extends to the parish of Lincoln in the county of Sunbury. It includes the town of Fredericton, before described, with a back-settlement called New Maryland, and another on the Roshaguanis. The road from Fredericton to St. Andrews passes through these settlements and is fast improving. The lands in the immediate vicinity of the town are not much improved. Having been reserved for the college, they remain without tenants, the settlers in this country not liking to lease farms which are hard to clear up, when they can obtain lots for themselves by paying the grant fees a great part of the land in the site of the town likewise belongs to the college or church or is reserved for government uses which has been and still remains a great check to the growth and improvement of the town the county of york is upwards of two hundred miles in length a great portion of the lands in this county are well adapted to grain Particularly wheat it is well stored with excellent timber and abounds with navigable rivers and streams it is settling and improving very fast and furnishes the major part of the lumber shipped at the port of st john fredericton is the principal town and situated within four miles of the lower extremity of the county the inconvenience of the courts etc being established at the extremity of such extensive counties are many, and amount almost to a denial of justice to the distant settlers who have to travel from one to two hundred miles to the county courts. The consequence is that wrongs are frequently unredressed, and crimes, if not of a capital nature, are often unnoticed, which, if not remedied, will in time have a pernicious effect on the moral character of the inhabitants end of section seven recording by roger